Before we get started on this week's episode of The Best Movies You've Never Seen, I thought I'd just give you a little heads up. Explicit language warning. There's going to be some swears in this one. Uh-oh. Not our fault. It's Hollywood, <laughs> folks. I'm going to make them an offer again. I feel the need. The need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennick. Go ahead. Make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent BioStream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. Say hello to my little friend! The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is... You do not talk about Piper. With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. Welcome to the best movies you've never seen. You've come to the right place if you want to hear about movies, popular movies that I've seen many, many times. My name is Stephen Fennick. And I'm joined by Trevor Long, who has ne- seen none of these movies, and hence the name of this podcast. Trevor, welcome. Great to be here. Um, I liked how you were bopping along with the <coughs> intro. I'm, there, I'm mate. really, I love the you intro. You were into this one. Just, I oh, strapped in. Uh, <laughs> brace for impact. Exactly right. Well, this week we should brace for impact. Of course, it's we're talking about the Warriors. This was released in 1979. Was directed by Walter Hill, based on the Sol Urich novel, which I've read. And how's this, right? At the time, the President of the United States was Ronald Reagan. Wow. He was a fan of the film. Wow. He even called the <clears throat> film's lead actor, Michael Beck, who plays Swan, to tell him that he had screened the film at Camp David and that he loved it. <laughs> imagine being imagine the call. president. No, imagine being the president <laughs> first going, well, no, Get I've, Michael heard, Beck I've heard about this movie. Get me the movie first. Yeah. Get when, him on the phone. When he says screen, it yeah. means before yeah, it came out. Of course, yeah. And then he's like, Yep, get me, get me that guy. Get yeah. me him on the phone. Well, imagine they get that phone call. That's awesome. Wow. Walter Hill, the, the director, originally wanted the Warriors to be an all-black gang. That was okay. his initial vision. Right. Producer said, maybe not. Why? Let's try. Let's not do that. They wanted, they wanted to, I think, to be a more, a bit more, a bit more balanced. Okay. Yeah. They didn't want to be all black. Um, the he's also wanted the initial subtitle to read. Sometime in the future, you know how some movies put that in the in the yeah. on the bottom there. Paramount thought, no, nah, it sounded too much like Star Wars. You know how it, oh, two right. years earlier, yeah, yes. a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, for him to put sometime in the future, they said, no, nah, too much like Star Wars. But when he released the director's cut in two thousand five, 
which sometime in the future. We'll talk about the director's cut and how it's different. Uh, that was in the, somewhere in the future. Sometime Unfortunately, in the future. Uh, I've I watched. Uh, you watched the theatrical, theatrical release, release yeah. which is my is so my preferred version. How do people know at an instant? That the, at the, the wrong instant, one? the it'll say it on the cover. It'll say it that it's mm-hmm. the director's edition, yep. but. The major difference is that he's added a lot of sort of comic book-like transitions. Right. And I'm talking literal comic book. It's like you're looking at the frames of a comic. Oh, right. And and he uh, describes a few things at the start about about that. We'll get into that in the run-through. But yep. yeah, that, that's, the, that's the main change. The transitions are kind of animated comic book style. Right. Which... I was not a fan of. I've got to say, some of the transitions and moments I think were spoiled by having that. Is it tr- true to say that you normally enjoy the director's cuts of movies? Yes, normally because it's it's kind of them getting on the screen stuff that they couldn't fit in or that there were there were some other constraints. But in this instance, it just it didn't needed to be done. It was like if it ain't broke, don't fix yeah. it. I'm a big fan of look, just leave it alone. It's yeah. fine. So. That that's 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 the the choice you have. I recently purchased the Warriors uh, Collector's Edition, the box set, which actually had both versions in the box. Ah, that's two cool. separate discs, and I watched both for this show. So that's okay. that's what I decided to do. Because you are that I'm, kind of I'm dedicated, that thorough, absolutely right. Uh, the f- entire film was shot on the streets of New York. Yeah, New it, it York seemed City. legit. Yeah. It didn't seem yep. like a soundstage to me. With some interior scenes done at Astoria Studios. Remember the scene where they're fighting the punks on the roller skates? That oh, fight yeah. scene, which we'll talk about during the run-through, was shot in a studio. Okay, They would shoot from sundown to sunrise. And so all, all, always a night shoot. Yep. Uh, they they went over budget. Film went over schedule. <laughs> but uh, they when that while they were, this is interesting while they were shooting in the Bronx, they thought they were a real gang, and there were they were there were people <laughs> hassling them, throwing bricks at them, and stuff like that. So that was interesting. <laughs> um, for the big meeting at the beginning of the movie, yes, Walter Hill wanted real gang members there. Really? So he said, "Come down. You're a gang. Come down." And he also though had it's a real, bit of a risk. He had real off-duty policemen there too, just oh, right. to uh, keep keep an eye on things. Wow! Now the producer Lawrence Gordon, funny how he came across this. He discovered the book which the film's based on. He found it in a bookstore, random bookstore, and the book didn't even have a cover. He just saw the name, read it, read the description. He th- he got interested, bought the rights out of his own pocket. So Lawrence <laughs> Gordon bought it, hired. David Shaber and approached Walter Hill. That's they've got a co co credit to for writing it. Right. Now, what was happening at the time? Walter Hill was was supposed to direct. Uh, he he was working with Lawrence Gordon to direct another film called The Street Fighter, and and there was another there was another movie that he worked with him too called The Driver. So they're the two movies that sorry they'd already shot those together. So they were preparing to shoot another film called Last Gun. Right, they're thinking we're going to work together for this one. We've done these together. Let's do Last Gun. The delays of Last Gun it, it fell through, and they thought, okay, you know what? Let's try this one. He threw him in the book without a cover and said, <laughs> let's let's try this one. And 
The rest is history. There's a bit of movie memorabilia for you. Absolutely. Finding, finding the book without a cover. The book without the cover. That'd be worth a bit. Uh, so, right. Your impressions before your first... I know for a fact you had not seen this before. No, and uh, probably had not heard of it. Had I not, absolutely, not quoted... Had I not quoted this to you before Let me that? be clear. I'd heard of it because you keep rabbiting on about it over the 10 years we've been working yes. together. Uh, and you do have a bit of uh, very important memorabilia I on do, the wall yes. of, of your studio. I but do. I didn't have have no idea what it's about. Had not heard of it in in the real sense. And to be honest, mate, I was talking about this with people we're, we're um, joint acquaintances of uh, yeah. over the weekend. Right. Never. They'd never heard of it either. Well, they are so, they silly? So they've got to get uh, out more. Yeah. I uh, I don't think I'm alone on this one. Okay. I well, I really think of all the movies we've done. Yeah. I think this could be the one that the most people have not watched. I can't believe that. I I refuse to believe that. <laughs> now the movie. Opened at number one at the box office. Really, right? Big, big opening. Despite negative reviews, a few negative reviews, it, it earned three point five million in its opening weekend, which for seventy nine, not bad. Yep. But word of mouth got around, but there were a few incidents in theaters because they're all about gangs, right? Right. So, real gangs turned up to watch it, and there were other gangs in the same sessions, and there was drama. Wow. Fights broke out and <clears throat> Paramount shit themselves and said, right, we're going to pull this yeah, out of cinemas. Right. So they so Essentially, up, its cinema release was it's cut short. Cut short and they thought, right, we're going to have to pull the movie out of marketing, we pull it out of the cinemas. But the movie, I think as a result of that, the movie became, because it became this elusive thing that people couldn't see, mm. it became a cult hit. Cult thing, yeah. So a lot of, when it came out on VHS, people were thinking, where where can I watch this? There was a movie that right. the movie that was removed from cinemas, you know, that became that sort of mystique around yep. it. So they went on to make a profit. It earned like more than $22 million uh, in its initial run, and its its budget was only like 6 to $7 million bucks. So money maker. All right, this is your last exit before the freeway. If you haven't watched The Warriors, uh, and according to Trevor, that's a lot of people, you can watch it, though, on Fetch. I think the numbers for Fetch will spike. Uh, searches for The Warriors. <laughs> I've just searched for it here and press play, and this looks like the This the is the theatrical, theatrical release, version. Yes, uh, I'm which very is great. happy about so that. So you'll get the theatrical version on Fetch, yes. uh, along with thousands of other movies available to rent or buy in the Fetch movie store. And once you rent or buy them, they appear in your list, your 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 movies, so that you can watch them again and again. Uh, and most importantly, if you've got um, access to other subscription services like Stan or Netflix and movies that, or shows that you search for on Fetch are available there, they'll tell you where you can watch them for free or as part of your existing subscription. Fetch is easy to get at uh, many, many internet providers in Australia. So ring your internet provider, ask them if they've got Fetch. If they don't, head to Harvey Norman or JB Hi-Fi and get yourself a Fetch Mighty or a Fetch Mini today. Okay, we're assuming you've uh, you've watched the Warriors you've done now. It. We're moving ahead uh, now. Got your colours on now, now. Now you've seen it. Okay, you got your colours on. Good. I love like how you're quoting the movie now. You've seen it. Now, what's different after this watch? First time watch. What's you, what are you thinking? I'm not a fan. Not a fan. It's not my kind of movie at all. Wow. I I honestly found it to be. Check your pulse, mate. Are you yeah. okay? All right. Are you okay? <laughs> and you know what? I'm. Um, Okay. I've wrestled with this. I'm not, a, I'm not offended. No. Much. <laughs> this could be the last show we do. Um, oh, I don't know. I just think, I just something about the, I get that there's an undertone, there's a storyline, but it it's like it doesn't have enough story arcs in it or something. It just, yeah. it, it feels like it's a long road 
to nowhere. Right. Well, they got the whole the premise of the movie is they go they go somewhere and they've got to fight their way back to yeah, home. They've got I, to get home. I get that. Yeah. Um, I just like yeah, there were no Ubers around that time. They had to you know, yeah, they had that, to bop their way. We'll back. get we'll get to some of that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually the most pl- <laughs> few the, plot. Why don't they the, just jump in a cap? Yeah. The time <laughs> capsule that it is is yeah. actually the most fascinating part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so agree. much of yeah, that is there, but then there's some things that seemed not of their time. Yes, but yeah, I think. What's your tweet going to be on this one then? Don't st- watch it, or my tweet watch would it? be the best movies you've never seen: The Warriors. Stephen Fennick, maybe watch it. <laughs> so watch the gunpoint he did. Basically, okay. Well, this is one are you, of the. Are movies. you disappointed? No, no, not okay. Well, I think before the end of the movie, I will put, be pointing out why it's a good movie to you. <laughs> one of. <laughs> One, this is one of those movies that I've watched, I can't count the number of times I've watched this movie. It's a short, sharp, it's a 90-minute short, yep. sharp, you can easily whack it on and, and, and see it. Um, and it's, I've even visited the filming location. Oh, I know you have, yeah. When I was in New York, uh, I went I'm to... I'm busy that day if we go again. Yeah, yeah, the Upper West Side. So the initial conclave, remember the that first scene? Yeah. Supposed to be in the Bronx? It was actually in the Upper West Side of Riverside Park. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I, I actually matched it. My, I matched the screenshots to the actual location, which I'm just so nerdy. I love doing that. Um, and even went up to the 76th Street Station where they meet the Baseball Furies. And remember when they run away from the Furies and run down that street? Yeah. I, I, I matched a great photo of them running past these houses. Yep. I, I matched it up. I remember those years. We lost these clowns. And he goes, take a look. And they're coming over the rise. That, that's I've been to that street as well. And as you alluded to earlier, I do own a Warriors replica vest signed by most of the cast as well, which I treasure. It wouldn't fit you. It does. No, I've worn it. it oh, does, really? It does You've fit worn me. it? I could wear that out at night and I could be like one of the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me a vest, man. You've no Just idea how vest, much I'd man. love to see that. Oh, we'll, we'll do it for you. No. You take a photo of me. Okay. Let's look at the cast now. We know Michael Beck plays Swan, who got a call from the President of the United That's States. That's awesome. Can yeah. I say, it yeah. seemed, uh, to me, I didn't, no, I didn't, no, it's not didn't notable. No, the, yeah. the, this cast was... But unnoticed. I liked that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes a big star, or a star on the rise, yeah. especially a star on the rise that when you watch it back, you realise this person became something. Yeah. I don't know, I just really enjoyed the fact that it was just a bunch yeah. of people pre- creating this thing. It was, it was a... Lowish budget movie, yep. and uh, I think that I reckon that adds to it too. If you want to, if you have one star, you got don't forget you got nine people yes. in this gang, right? You can't have one of them that's a superstar. The rest of them are going to sort of get overshadowed. Yeah. So Michael which is Beck, also part of the dynamic, right? Because yeah. there, there's a dynamic there where there's a leader and then there's not, there's and then the who yeah, gets yeah. to be the leader. So absolutely, you know, yeah. Well, Michael Beck is sort of the main that he's in the main role. He was in the uh, he's the only other notable movie he was in after this was Xanadu with Olivia Newton-John, which Xanadu. was kind of a forgettable failure wow. for a lot of people. Now, Is that off the back of Greece? Uh, no, that was before that. No, that was, Greece was in the I think it was nineteen seventy eight. Right. Yeah. Um, now he co-starred with Olivia Newton-John in that in that movie, but he, if you're an audio book fan, and you like John Grisham. He is the narrator of every John Grisham book on, on Audible. Wow. I've listened to a couple of his what books. What an unbelievable... And I, I remember thinking, I know this voice. And I looked right. it up and it was Michael Beck. He's, wow. a, he's, a, he's a very popular voice actor and one of the things he does is Audible. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, James Raymar plays Ajax. He's probably the most 
gone on to do the most after this because he plays Ajax. He was in. He was later on. He was in a lot of other movies. He was in. He was in the the film version of the Phantom. You know, I'm a big Phantom fan. You are. They made a film version of that. He was one of the bad guys in was that. Was it rubbish? It was good, not great. I could tell just from your tone. Good, not great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was also in Sex in the City for a few seasons too. James Raymar, Ajax, wow. and I kept every time I see him. I've actually interviewed James Raymar. I think when they did the director's edition. Well, I think the director's edition came out, or the, an anniversary of the Warriors. I interviewed James Raymar. I've spoken to him, this man. Um, he, funny little fact about him. He got the role of Ajax during his audition. Do you remember the scene where he gets arrested in the park with the, the yep. police woman? He drags the park bench. Yes. During his or that was his scene for the audition. He got so involved in the in the audition that they were sitting at this massive boardroom table, and he got so into it that he actually dragged this big table in, with so much strength and the, the directors, the, the, the producers thinking, oh my God, this this is our end. This we is found, the guy. We yeah. found our man. <clears throat> so uh, that was pretty interesting. Uh, Deborah Van Valkenburg plays Mercy, the only woman in the cast. This was her debut film as well, first film she ever made. David Patrick Kelly plays Luther, which is the rogues, you know, the come out to play dude. Also his debut film. And he was mainly a theatre actor before the Warriors. He's been oh. in, uh, in other movies over the years, David Patrick Kelly. He's had like a pretty co- colourful career as well. Now, before we get to the run-through, let's talk about our other great sponsors, Hisense. And guess what? They have just revealed their 2022 range of TVs, which includes a new OLED model, an improved ULED, mini-LED, and laser TV but it's still all about going bigger. Their ULED TVs range from 55 inches all the way up to a massive... 98 inches. inches. But if you want to go bigger than that, you can get a Hisense laser TV, which takes you up to 120 inches. Laser, that's a... If you watch watch Austin Powers, you'll know what that's about. But these TVs have improved across the board, so you're getting a great experience. The Mini LED offers these multiple dimming zones, so you've got this amazing contrast, so awesome natural colour as well. The ULED and Mini LED range, they feature Hisense's quantum colour technology, so that produces really impressive brightness. Now, brightness is important because we all live in, a lot of us live in open plan housing yeah. in Australia. We're one of the only countries that has really good sun and a lot of bright rooms that we live in. So that brightness is really important. Then also you've got the full array local dimming. So you get that amazing contrast, HDR as well. And the smooth motion technology, whether you're watching sport or an action film, that's got you covered there as well. And the beauty, too, of the ULED range, they've got HDMI 2.1. Why is that important? If you're a gamer, you'd be doing cartwheels because it supports all the latest consoles for you to play at 120 hertz for an even better experience. So across the board, you've got a great deal here. They've got also the Vida U6 operating system to give you all your content at your fingertips. So if you're after a Hisense TV, check out their website. Three-year warranty, too, by the way, on all Hisense TVs. Check out their range at Hisense.com.au. Well, Trevor. Strap in, folks. Are you packed? I'm packing. You're packed. You know what that means, don't you? Let's get into the run-through. Now, I mentioned earlier the director's cut had the graphical novel elements. Yeah. There was a voiceover, too. Um, it's annoying it's, that I, I now want to see them. Like, well, no, I, I can show that to you. But it, it's it's basically this movie was based on a Greek 
uh, fable where this army was stranded, mile, like we're talking 401 BC, where they were stranded away from their 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 head their main territory, their yeah. home, which yeah. was by the ocean, and so they had to fight their way back. And that's basically the 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 inspiration behind this. So Walter Hill wanted, and he voices the voiceover, by the way. It's Walter Hill talking right. during the voiceover. He decides this story of courage. It was a story of courage. And, and then you go then into the opening where we see the Wonder Wheel. It's still on, and we're going. Cyrus sent an emissary this afternoon to make sure. Now, Cyrus don't want anybody packed, and he don't want anybody flexing any muscle. So I gave him my word that the warriors would uphold the truce. Now, everybody says that Cyrus is the one and only. I think we better go have a look for ourselves. I've got to say, it's so 70s. The music is awesome. It's pretty good, movie. yeah. I love the music in this movie. Yeah. And I You do, are a bit of an electronic fan. I do, and that's all electronic stuff. It's really cool. I do also love, I reckon, one of the best opening credits of a movie as well, which introduces cracking music and the transitions. Did you remember how the train's yeah. going? <clears throat> sort of the, the sort of first person view of the train going down the track. But you also then see all the other gangs getting ready Gathering, to go yeah, to this yeah, conclave. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, all different looks, all different costumes that's going on. And then I love you sort of have the cutbacks to the warriors talking about things and yeah. and you, it, it's sort of giving you more information about what's happening. We're going in there with nothing. We're going in there like everybody else. Nine guys, no weapons. So we're into <laughs> cutting here. It is so here. 70s. Oh, I love it. I love it. We're into <laughs> cutting here. And Ajax, who's my favourite guy in this movie, he sort of says, oh, maybe we can waste a few heads along the way. He goes, hey, you just soldier. Keep your mouth shut. Don't you do anything stupid. It is a, it's a fascinating insight because, I, I've, I mean, I've watched a lot of mafia-style, yeah. gang-style shows. Gang, um, uh, what do they call it? What's the one on Stan? Um, Gangs of Harlem or... Godfather of Harlem. Godfather yeah, of Harlem. Sort of historical gangster. And, yeah. and it's, it's... Period but, gangster. I know, but, yeah. but the thing is, it probably still holds true today, that there yeah. is this structure... You know, like you think of, of the underworld or, or gang crime and stuff as being yeah. just, you know, running rampant, when actually there's a structure to it. I mean, course, it's probably the yeah, same yeah. here with like bikies and stuff. I'm going to get into that, that there's later. This there's this whole there's a, yeah. hierarchy there's, of gangs. There seems to be, this isn't a random thing. There seems to be, you're, you're right, structure, rules, yes. and everything as well, which we'll talk about. Positions. But, yeah. You know, you're, mate, yeah, you're, just, you're, you're the just warlord, a soldier, you're you know? this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So you're just a soldier and you just keep your mouth shut. Ajax also thinking, oh, another little interesting thing. Maybe we'll lay a little something down on the way back. So, you know, pick up some women or whatever. And uh, they're also telling him to be put in his place. But you know what? The whole thing, we mentioned Cyrus, remember yep. how he called this meeting? He's this sort of mystical figure. They're all wondering uh, all about him. What do you know about Cyrus? Magic. whole lot of magic. What do you know about Cyrus? He's the one and only. When you're president of the biggest gang in the city, you don't have to take any shit. Ah, uh, fuck him. <laughs> See, I, and I find this to be a really fascinating uh, problem for for gang culture. the The idea of this one and only, this you know mystical leader. Well, they're the biggest gang but, to start with, right? But but 
the fact that they're like the whole point is these are all disparate gangs and there's always going to be people within his gang, let alone every other gang, mm. that think, okay, that's great, but no, no way. Like I'm not, I'm not buying into that. Mm. But they've bought that and they've written that into this. Like I've, you've already got the sense in this he's, what, he's five sort minutes. Of, he's a legend. That he's, he's a legend. Of, yeah. But there's also some deceit, or not deceit, but there's dissent, some yeah, dissent, dissent in, the, yeah. in the ranks. Do you know and what I mean? Ajax saying, yeah, very far, early far on. Him, yeah, yeah. That great? Well, Ajax actually says at the end of that little sequence, "I bet you no one's even going to be there." <laughs> and then the next scene is the Bronx they're conclave, there. and yep. they're all there. Now I mentioned at the start. The park at the beginning of the movie was supposed to be in the North Bronx, but it's a Riverside Park, which I told you is on Upper West Side, uh, and I have visited. It is, uh, it is. If you're a fan of this movie, you walk around there thinking, "Wow, this is like it's like Graceland." It's a, it was it really, I really enjoyed. I'm confident you were the only one walking matching, around thinking that. Matching where everything was sort of shot and how where Cyrus was positioned and where the warriors were and. And every, all of that, and and I had a lot of fun that day, just matching up the photos. Thinking, feels oh, feels right, like you here. trying to reconstruct Me the shooting, myself, like yeah. you know, Grassy Knoll style, <laughs> yeah, back and to the left. <laughs> we see though, there's hundreds of members of different gangs, yep. um, and I love how we see Cyrus. It's really well shot. This I really love how he sort of comes into frame and begins his little speech. Can you count, suckers? I say the future is ours! If you can count. So interesting way to get our attention. And he does sort of point out the fact that how many gang members are here. And he also points out that all the different gang members are here together and no one's killing each other. Now look what we have here before us. We've got the Saracens. Sitting next to the Jones Street boys. We've got the Moonrunners, right by the Van Cortland Rangers. Nobody is wasting nobody. That is a miracle. And miracles is the way things ought to be. So... We've established the fact that all the gangs are there, they're not wasting each other, and that's kind of step one. Yeah. We said, look, look what we can do. We're we here together. How, this uh, is a possibility. But it also pretty critically paints his power. Yeah. Yeah, because there People was that, there was that yeah. thought that, hang on, there's not going to be anyone there. Yeah. And you have to assume that that thought was within every gang. Yeah. Someone had that thought. Yet they all still came, and he, they came at his behest. Like, they, yeah. he said, come. And they, they did, came. and they, they, they yeah. followed his instructions. And we learn, though, because you remember how there's only nine, there's nine people in the Warriors. Mm-hmm. That's not the whole gang. No, that, that's, that. that's um, the, the, the delegates, which he, which he goes on to explain. You're standing right now with nine delegates from a hundred gangs. And there's over a hundred more. That's 20,000 hardcore members. 40,000 counting affiliates and 20,000 more not organized but ready to fight. 60,000 soldiers. Now there ain't but 20,000 police in the whole town. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? 
<laughs> it's the last one that gets you. Come on, you dang it. I love it. But did you like how the detail he went into there? It's great maths. Nine delegates yep. from over 100 gangs. There's more. And he goes, there's also others not organised but ready to fight. Yeah. Affiliates. He's talking about affiliates and, I and all think, this. Again, this goes to that whole education for the audience, let alone the group, about yeah. the, the scale of gangs. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. then he puts it up against the cops, and it's like, hang on a minute, this is yeah. intense. Just the whole—that's why he asked the very start. Can you count? Now he was saying, look, one gang could run the whole city, but the problem is that we're all fighting for our own little bit of turf. You know, mm. that—that's that, what sort of everyone's turning against each other. So uh, here's his plan moving forward. All we have to do is keep up the general truce. We take over one borough at a time. Secure our territory. Secure our turf. Because it's all our turf. <laughs> so he laid out the plan, and everyone's cheering. So the reaction was, okay, we're in. Yeah, here we are. And did you notice the next shot we see is a gun being handed, hand, to, you know, yes. pass, being passed along a line? And so what were you thinking at this point? Thinking, hello, I'm thinking, well, this is it. He's this gone. is this yeah. is going to turn ugly. This here. is going to turn ugly. Yeah. very fast. And you were right because you have well, to assume, right? Yeah. The whole don't don't be packing and all that, mate. They're gangs. Someone's going to break the rules. And also, I to be honest, I assumed at this point more than one. Yeah, like I'm thinking this is going to really unleash. Yeah, not good. Uh, we see side. Well, you see the gun, and then you see the person holding up the gun next to his face, which is Luther from the Rogues. We find out he sort of holds the gun, and then you see him just shoot him. He assassinated Cyrus just straight up, and uh, he 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 shot and killed. He falls off the platform. And did you like the bit where the warrior Fox was one of the warriors that sort of was saw him in, and and Luther turned around as if to say, look, I've been sprung by this bloke, and then he, he was going to shoot him as well, and then the lights come on from the police that were there. Remember, the police were yeah. gathering in the background? Yes. And so that kind of saved that dude's life, and then it was pandemonium. Uh, but what the rogue does, though, he they all, they're all gathering around his body, as, as is Cleon, who's the leader of the warriors, is yes. there checking it out for himself too. But the rogues have another idea about, well, who did this? So they've rushed Cleon, who was actually handling himself all right against the rogues. Yeah, he was going to but, but the riffs then turn up and start using the karate punt tricks, and you presume that uh, they rush him, they bash him, and they, you assume he, they kill him. Yes. Right? So that was my assumption that no, he's I, dead. Straight away, He's yeah. dead. So, but no, he's uh, basically one man against everyone at that point. What did you think of that ploy, though, where, you know, it's kind of the old thing where... Well, he did what, it. How, yeah. what, what better way to, to hide yourself than to look to be in the group looking for the person That's who right. did it? So if you imagine... Genius. Yeah, you've heard of that uh, stories in the past where there's some a missing person or a murder or something and, and people the, the volunteer. person that did it the was actually one of the volunteers. They volunteer to go look for them. Yeah. Like, you know, that, that, that's kind of what he's done yeah, here, 100%. eh? So 
Anyway, the Warriors have regrouped, though. Remember, they, they sort of get together. They they must have had a plan, I reckon, to say, look, if anything, if it, it goes turns into shit, we've got to go yeah, here. We've got to meet at the cemetery or wherever And they, it was. they yeah. meet, and remember, they were bashing through the fence to get out of there? Because remember, yes. the police had turned up at this point, yes. right? So the police are, you know, you the, see anyone. And I think one of my favourite things about this uh, visually, because it's a really cool spot, right, is there's no single clear path out. Yeah. Everyone. There's people running everywhere. Mate, it, yeah. In any shot, there's like five different directions people are yeah, running. Yeah. And I think that creates. That was visually, well done. To organise that would have been harder. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. do you, what happens? Do you oh, just I tell, tell what they people? Did. During the shoot, I remember reading the uh, or hearing the DVD commentary, and they said that the assistant director just said, right. We've got a line of people that's going to go that way. Because if you see Riverside Park, there's like a path here. There's another path at the top. There's another path at the bottom. So he just got them all to run in different directions. So you guys at the top yes. got to run that way. Yeah, you yeah. guys in the middle got to run but that see, way. See, visually, yeah. what it does to the viewer is is creates an unbelievably good vision yeah. of chaos. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what, you know what we mean? wanted. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, Absolutely. I thought it was really well done. But they bash through the fence and they escape via the cemetery. So they're running through the cemetery. They're hiding behind crypts. You know, do you see there was a good shot of swans yep. sort of looking over his shoulder and there's a car going by, helicopters overhead. So the shit's hit the fan here and they're thinking, well, what are we going to do here? Mm. The question they ask, though, is, well, the question is, the truce, is it still on? What's going to happen? Yes. And he says, look, if it's not on, we're going to have to bop our way back. He, he said, well, you mind telling us how? Like, with Coney Island's 50, 100 miles away from here. Yeah. What do we do? And then, um, yeah, Swan's obviously taking charge here, but uh, Ajax pipes up. I've only got one question. Who named you leader? I got as much right to take over as you. It was Cleon's choice, Swan's war chief. Oh, right about now, Cleon's most likely got a nightstick shoved halfway up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I bet you can't even find the subway. Maybe we ought to talk about this later, huh? Well, what's wrong with right now? I want to be warlord. Make you move. Hey, Ajax, lighten up. Big boy, Swan's war chief. We better stick together. <laughs> he Ajax lighten up. I've used that a few times. This is where he says Rembrandt, mark the spot. Yes, he does. Well, yeah. What's the point of that? He wants to put the W to say the Warriors. You guys, I want everyone to know the Warriors were there. Were there, right? Okay. Yeah. Remember at the start, he's asking. I actually with the red was, can. Yeah. I the red it was W. Kind of. Uh, oh, you mean mark the spot as if to say in case we need to come back? Yeah. Here. yeah, no, yeah. No, he sort of said, yeah. That's like, yeah, they tag. You know, they gr- tag. They tag. Yeah, yeah. They tag the place. Yeah. Uh, so next thing we see, though, um, are the Gramercy Riffs, who were the ones who were, where Cyrus used to be the leader. And this was a – did you like this? So, so they were in a warehouse, and you see just the sheer number of them. Yes. There's so many of them there. But then the leader, the new leader they're, – But they're, like, literally in war formation. Like, oh, know, they're yeah. in lines. Yeah, it's like it's an like, army. It's like a military thing. Yes. Yeah, absolutely right. But then the leader, who you never hear his name, but uh, I know from reading the various things, his name is Masai, the leader of the Gramercy Riffs. And he asked this question. Who are the warriors? There must be some word. I want them all. I want all the warriors. I want them alive if possible, if not wasted. But I want them. And I like how he says, look, send the word. And the word is this female DJ who you hear throughout the film. Yeah, she's, I, that, she's kind of the the commentator for the the boppers, she calls them. So all I, the gangs in the city. Can I be just chime this. in here? And this yeah. is where I start to get some serious plot hole problems. Okay, 
mate, how how is she getting the word so often? How, like, because well, she's joined, she's, she knows the riffs. Yeah, the riffs send her the word. I didn't see a single gang member listening to the radio. Yeah, I did. Yes, you did. Right, there's this bit. No, here. but like it, throughout yeah. the movie, I know. But at the start, somehow these well, messages are getting out. Okay, well, it's just, it's <laughs> it's kind of her little in, her communication to the boppers as she calls them. Yes, and she cryptically refers to a few things. Yeah, she, yeah, has, I know. she mentions about you know I'm talking about a special request for the Warriors. You know that real live bunch from Coney. Yeah, and here's a hit with you in mind, and the move the the song was nowhere to run. Yes, it right? was great. It, and I that little it was a sequence, really cool bit. That little musical sequence, you see the Warriors, it's raining, they're trying to find the station, but then you see the other gangs, one of them was walking with a bo- with a boombox boom over box. their shoulder, then there's another bloke in a bar listening to the music, and the, the AC Turnbulls with the with radio at the front of the bus. So were you, did you fall asleep during this bit, or no, did I'm you just notice saying, those radios? I'm not right that moment, but okay. throughout the movie where yeah. she keeps coming in. Well, they can't just keep showing people listening to radios the whole time. That establishes the fact that their ear, the ear to the ground, is listening to this listening particular to this station. On the radio. Yes. So um, I love this fact. With it. That, that, that was a nice little sequence. They're running through the rain. They get to the station, yep. and Ajax, as he usually does, pipes up and goes, what kind of chicken chick crap is this? What are we doing here? <laughs> and they, uh, they said, look, a train had helped. But then they spot, did you see this, the Turnbull ACs in their own little bus. Do you remember yes. this? Yeah, yeah. So they, I liked how he goes, they're that disciplined. There was a bit here where they're all standing sort of in the open. They yep. see the Turnbull ACs, and then they just suddenly, one of them says, go. And then they turn around and run and back, run into, back the into the shadows. shadows. Yeah, it's like a move that they've practiced even, you know. I find it hard to believe they didn't see them, though. There's that many people on the bus and well, they're looking down the street. They were, in the, they were down the further away down the street, but then they, they cut back into the shadows. And then they kind of see them walk by, they drive by, and he goes, oh, it looks like they forgot the truce. They're sort of all armed and ready to kill people. Um, because that's the, that, we've got to remember at Back at the cemetery and, and, and around that time, they're like, so is the truth still on? Like, well, where do we know. sit? Well, da, 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 da. It looks like but it's not. This, this is the moment they realise. Yeah. This is the moment they realise that the truce is over. And shit's getting real here. They're starting to think, well, hang on a minute, we're yeah. in trouble. What do we do? Yeah. And then they see the train appear and they go, we're going to go for it. And then they decide, right, we're off. And then it was just as the bus had turned around. So the bus is chasing them. They're running away up the stairs to the train, pushing people out of the way. Um, I like how you like how when Ajax sort of stood at the back and he and he gives him the finger right at the end he keeps turning around and giving him the finger, <laughs> cheeky bugger. They get on the train, uh, they make it. The train, the doors shut right as just the, of as course the, the turnbulls. Well, they timed it. Yes. It was good timing, and they think they're home at this point. I love how they said, "Oh, in an hour, it's the big CR." And then I think Swan pipes up and goes, "Hey, when we get there, that's when we we're home." There, okay, yeah. no worries, War Chief. Uh, so then I, I, do, I do love this bit. Remember the riff, the riff cuts back briefly to the riffs and says, uh, we just heard from the Turnbulls. They blew it. So it's like a commentary mm. about it. Um, next thing we see, they're on the train and they're thinking, remember 10 minutes ago, they're thinking they're home. The train is has come to a stop because there's a fire. Yes. And they're thinking, who the fuck set the fire? fire? What the hell? He goes, well, yeah, this is, the, the question is, maybe should we, we should be asking who set that fire. So that was a way to stop them getting home. So anyway, they said, right, we're gonna we we'll have to get off. They decide they're gonna they're gonna walk it. Cut to the rogues in the milk bar, right? Um, Luther's on the phone, so he's phoning in, checking in to say, okay, how are we going? What what's happening? And sort of like it's him again, him trying to be part of the group that's looking for the the yes. perpetrators. Um, and 
he does then report back to uh, his colleagues in the band, in the gang. We're set, all right. Somebody should pick their ass up. The riff sent out the word. They want him alive. We don't. Soon as someone grabs him, the better. Samantha, you afraid the warriors are going to shoot their mouths off before they get racked? Yeah, right, I'm worried. I just don't want the riffs down on no my sweat. head. They're looking for the warriors, remember? So, you, this, <laughs> the situation there, you know, they're checking in, thinking, mm. right, they, they want them still, alive. They want them alive, themselves. we don't. Yeah. yeah, but he's sort of thinking, look, you know, we need to cover our tracks here. Yeah. So, uh, they're walking, remember the train stopped by fire, so they're walking through this neighbourhood and they make out these these gang members. <laughs> and uh, Fox, the, he seems to be sort of the, the intel guy from the whole gang, he makes him out. He says... Uh, that I think Be- um, Swan says, who are they? He goes, are oh, orphans, you know, really low class, really down the chain. Um, and he says, it's oh, like, numbers. It's like- and he goes, oh, he goes, numbers. He goes, oh, full strength up to 30. He goes, oh, that's a lot more than eight. And but so they really also worried. look very immediately like the nerd gang. Well, like yeah, they don't look like the roughest, the low class gang. They yeah. wouldn't have, they would have stood out at the at the conclave. They wouldn't have, no, it didn't look well, they like they, they weren't there. there. That's, that's that yes. becomes an Another issue in a minute. But yeah. um, uh, he's, they say, oh, is a lot more than eight. And again, Ajax chimes in. He goes, not if they're wimps. And I'm sick of this running crap, right? He says. Uh, but then we see the orphan leader says, look, why don't you show me your invitation? Who 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 invited you here? They explain to him that we're up big at this big meeting up at the Bronx. Uh, he goes, well, how could it be a big meeting if we weren't, if the orphans weren't there? He goes, we're, we're, yeah, you're not here, no parlay, no, nothing. He goes, I'm parlaying right now, so come on. But just on that, right, big meeting at the Bronx, um, and you'd think that he would, even if he, even if he was, he said, oh, admitting that they weren't there is kind of He's a, kind of admitting not the right play. Yes, no. He goes, oh, yeah, okay, then if the you know, big truce is still on, You'd think he would have gone on with that. To Basically, say, yeah. he, he shows his hand as being completely out of the loop. Yeah. So like like Mercy, when she comes out, which we'll hear from her in a minute, she insults the leader for allowing them to flash their colours. So if this if this citywide gang is still in effect, it shouldn't be a problem. But but they don't know about the meeting, so they don't know about a truce, so they don't know about they anything. Know about any so it's a it's a little bit of a bit of an issue there. But um the they do they do get heavy. Look, if you were a heavy outfit, you mess with us, you find that out. And he says, he then he says to him, look, he explains to him, if you're coming in peace, then we're all good. There's nothing wrong with you making it through our territory as long as you're coming in peace. You know what that is, don't you? Yeah. Trouble. <laughs> so I like how she says, because uh, I like your vest. Why don't you give me one? And Swan Not goes, a chance. no chance. Yes, I just want one vest. So she gets offended by that. And then she puts this then on, on the leader. Are you just going to let an army walk through here anytime they feel like it? How's it going to look? Get lost. And pretty soon every gang's just gonna boogie right in. Soldier right through. I'll tell you. It's a man you are. Take your colors off, you can walk through. 
We don't do that. It's just our market. Don't mean we're at war. You go as civilians, okay? You go as soldiers, I gotta come down on you. Now take off your colors. Hey, you hear me? Fuck you. <laughs> Again, I've got to... I've I think it's to... by that point where the, where, where the warrior guy's like, do you know what? This bloke is a lightweight. Yeah. Well, I think too... They're talking there about it's our it's our mark. It doesn't mean we're at war. He goes, if you're a soldier, I've got to come down on you. If you're a civilian, so there there must be rules here. There's yes, this, this is that whole hundred percent. Yeah, so it's not like these just random dudes getting together and bashing Can't people just walk and robbing people. Walk around in your colours into other people's area. Yeah. So um, I like that line. It's just our mark. It doesn't mean we're at war. Like, come on, like, yeah. and and for him to even tell him, you got to take off your colours, and he says, no, thank you. And and then remember when um the when Fox walks up to Mercy and says, look, we're not going to hide who we are. Just some whore shakes our ass. She goes, I'm no whore. She got offended by that. I'm, don't call me no whore. Anyway, they walk off. Mercy's saying to him, he goes, why don't you dickheads walk all the way back to Coney? Uh, but but we, we do them. see she follows along here. And um, the Warriors sort of go heading to the next station. And uh, Ajax again saying, I say, we should have wasted them. <laughs> and she's there. They grab her. And she says, oh, maybe I'm looking for some real action. And then Ajax naturally says, I'll give it to you, baby. But he says, no, no, let her go. Um, next thing we see, though, footsteps in the background, and the orphans are there. And there's there's like about 30 of them. There are yeah, a lot, of, lot, lot numbers, more. Yeah. They're outnumbered, seriously, seriously here. And uh, they they happen to have a Molotov cocktail with them. Just randomly. Yeah, they had, I think one of them had to wear water around his neck. For, I don't know where he got it from. If, if you're not yeah, packed. because he the, wasn't packed. At the thing, yeah, that's just... Uh, Never he mind might have just picked, picked one up. Uh, they throw it. They throw it near the car. There now. I, I've always, many times, I've watched this movie. They're standing sort of to the right of a car that's parked by the side of the road. They throw the Molotov cocktail at the car. The car explodes. Yeah. Now, does it explode and kill the orphans or disable the orphans somehow? And they sort of they run the other way. That kind of put them out of play, and they end up getting on the train again. Yes. So, did you wonder that? that it, did it kill them? Did it just disable them? Or no. I, them when or? I see those things, I go, cars don't explode like that. But anyway, yeah. that's <laughs> the bigger, that's the, the bigger challenge. It is a movie. It is a yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they get on the train. They've made. They make it on the train, and um, they're saying, "I, I think." Um, I, I like one of them says, "Yeah, go, go, go one question." He goes, "Why? Why are we running?" Because I told you they were wimps, Ajax says. Yeah. Uh, we then, we then, um, the, the riffs. riffs say, "Oh, look, you know, we, we heard uh, orphans." He goes, "They're not on our network." Yeah. Well, right. See, this is again. So like, what again, does that mean? this yeah. organisation. So yeah, remember we knew before that they were pretty low class. They weren't kind of off the grid a little yeah. bit. Um, they were not on a network, and but they got wasted. <laughs> I love the announcer though getting back onto the radio and saying that. They uh, the, they made it past one of the minor league teams. It's all very cryptic, isn't it? So they are a minor league team, right? Um, so next up, we see the Rogues again. And uh, he's on the phone. And I love this line where he says, he goes, oh, you know, there was some two-bit outfit, but they bopped their way past. And he goes, what are you so happy? He goes, because I'm having a good time. <laughs> that was a good line as well. Oh, no, I like the next week where they're on another train another train platform. And he's yeah. like, I'm sick of waiting for trains. Oh, he goes, yeah, I'm sick of waiting for trains. And he goes, just sit down and shut up. <laughs> but then they hear the footsteps. You hear the footsteps. Yeah. And then you're thinking, what's happening here? Then suddenly the policeman appears in the window. They go, let's go. And they all run in different directions. One of them goes, where are we going? So they all run in different directions to try to avoid... Because don't forget, the police did the big bust up in the Bronx. So 
cops are looking for all gang members yeah, gang anywhere members now, they yeah. can get their hands on, right? Uh, they split up, and did you see this bit where Fox get caught? He was with Mercy. He gets caught by the cop, thrown on the tracks, and the train comes by, kills him. Yeah. Now, in the script, Fox was originally going to be Mercy's love interest. Remember how they were walking together on the platform? Yeah. That's the the two that they were going to put them together, but apparently the director said they've got no chemistry. They're, they're no good together. The other thing that, that happened, Thomas G. Waits, who played Fox, apparently was a pain in the ass. Director didn't like him. Kept, he kept They kept arguing on the set. They, so they, just kill they him They said, off. mate, you're out. We're going to kill you. And that's what they did. They said, wow. you, you're going to get thrown on a train. You're out. Well, See you his later. career went after yeah, that. Not, not that good. So he's, uh, he's not even. So if Waits was that upset. He says... Don't even put me in the in the credits. He wasn't even in the uh, in the final credits. The guy that played Fox played a Fox, yeah, because he said I want my name to be removed, so you can't see his name in the closing credits. Wow, that's how that's how dirty he was. So he was annoyed that but he it, got it, canned. Yeah, but yet in all the celebrations, I think it was for the was it the fortieth anniversary, or whatever it was. Yeah, he was which there. was a few years ago. He was involved and in, he was in all of it. So yeah, is his signature on your vest? Uh, it, it is. I think yeah, he's one of them. Yeah, I've got the the signature on the vest is Swan. Cleon, Vermin, who's the bloke who says, you know, what about the other bloke says, I'm sick of waiting for trains, that guy. Uh, Cochise, the guy, the, the Indian-looking dude, with the, the the guy that had the, like, the big long earrings. And and Fox, I think, yeah. That's pretty good. I've got, I've got, I think there's six out of the nine I've got on the vest, which is pretty good. Uh, next thing, though, do you see how they split up? So some make it back out to 96th yeah. Street. Others yeah. get back on the train. Remember, sort of uh, Vermin, Rembrandt, and Cochise get back on the train. But um, you see Ajax, Swan, Cowboy, and the other dude, they had the, they had the Molotov thing. They, they back out in the street. Uh, and then who do they see? The next lot are a bunch of weirdos. The Baseball Furies. Because yeah. it's not just there. It's a great – I love the gang. Yeah. <laughs> if I was going to be in a gang, baseball, yeah, I'd be in the Baseball fan. Furies, right? Yeah, yeah. They've got the baseball bats. They've got baseball uniforms. Yeah, but they also got, do painted Are they spaces. Yankees uniforms? Well, they're, they're just they, they they're never just had the Yankees symbol baseball on it, uniform. No, no, I think yeah. it says Furies. Had the pinstripes. Yeah, you did, yeah. Too, did too. Yeah, pretty much every team has a pinstripe yeah. uniform. In the director's cut with the transitions, oh, God. there was a really good... In the in the theatrical version, I love the transition here where they, they look around and think, oh, there's Baseball Furies everywhere. In the director's cut, it's really comic. It's comical, comically done. Where the the oh no, it's the baseball furies. Sort of really childishly yeah. done. It just totally stuffed it, right? <laughs> so anyway, the baseball furies are they they give chase, and I've been down that street where they chase them, and they chase them through the park. So they're they're in. There's four warriors, and there's the gang, the whole gang of the Furies flying after them, right? Yeah, yeah. The ca- cowboy, I love this line when he tells Ajax during the during the chase. <laughs> I can't make it. You sure? Damn, I'm sure. Good. I'm sick of running from these whips. <laughs> Poor old cowboy gets smashed there, but the rest, in my notes, I'll go, Warriors bash them. They, they, yeah, they, win, that's they win that fight, yeah. Yeah, they do a pretty good job of yeah. getting them over. I mean, if you, he, he's like, he says, I'm sick of running from these wimps. Yeah. Surely they He knew, wants to take them on, yeah. It's like, okay, let's just do this. Sick of running. and he, I love that line. He goes, I'm sick of running. From, let's just do it. Now, the Furies were created, uh, Walter Hill, the director, had a love of baseball. Right. Was also a fan of the band Kiss. Oh, the face so painting. Said, yeah, let's put it together. 
That, that was one of these because you know how to come up with it. If you look through, I can't imagine there's, there's so any real gangs. gangs that do the face painting thing. Maybe not, but that that's a, that was his idea to make them different. Yeah, they were and different. And the, the leader's face paint influenced apparently Marilyn Manson, since he looks like wow. Marilyn Manson in a baseball uniform. Anyway, wow. <laughs> Now, again, the radio station says, oh, latest sports news. Second base. They're going to second base, trying to make it all the way home. Do you like the baseball reference? Absolutely. There? So that's pretty cool. Uh, they get off. The three guys get off at Union Square. And this is where you realise, hang on a minute, they're, they're in a bit of strife because they've, they've actually lost each they're other. They're separated, yeah. yeah. But they do get off. And they find this group of women that just happen to be standing there on the platform. And um, they're thinking, well, who are these people? I was straight up suspicious. Yeah. Well, they end up going back to their hangout. I was right, basically. Okay. Cut to the boys who had just finished bashing up the baseball furies are yes. walking through the park now, and they see a woman sitting alone on a park bench. Yep. Now, did you recognise that woman? No. That is the actress's name is Mercedes Rule, Oscar winner. Wow. She went on to play... She's the policewoman. She went on to play... Uh, she won Best Supporting Actor in the movie The Fisher King, which stars Robin Williams, Jeff Bridges, and oh, her. Okay. So real. She won Best Supporting Actor. Wow. Actress. Now, if you're an Entourage fan, Absolutely. that's Vincent Chase's mother. What? It's in, in Entourage. Are you kidding? That is her. Mercedes Rule. You know how Johnny Johnny Drama and, 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 uh, and Vincent Chase, they've got different dads but the same mum. Apparently, that's how it works, but... That's the mum out of Entourage. Remember the one when... Hang on, sorry, 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 sorry. She plays their mum? She plays the mum. Yeah, right, I'm just yeah. trying to... Uh, remember remember the, what you mean the by scene that. you see her in <clears throat> is the, the, the season when they were... The, she wanted them to come... He wanted her to come to the Aquaman premiere. That's right, yeah. And she goes, oh, look, I can't get on the plane. She doesn't like flying. Yeah. And then what they did is they all invited their mums to come out. Yes. And so she came along as well. So that's her, Mercedes Rule. Well, the very first role in a movie, in an American movie. She had another appearance in another foreign film. But wow. That's her. Uh, but yeah, Ajax uh, gets all horny as well, and thinks he thinks doesn't don't people know that uh, the park's not really safe after dark? I guess you don't know the park's ain't safe after dark. We ain't got time for this right now. We've got to get you in the square. You go ahead if you want. I'm gonna get a little exercise. You never were very smart. I'll tell you something, warlord. I'm smart enough, and it's there for free. So yeah. he walks up you to her. You think you're smart. Yeah, well. Chats her up. She's she's way too accommodating. But you never frankly. knew she was a policewoman, did no, you? No, but she's no way too... I assume prostitute. She, she's sort of... Yeah, well, I think, too, she was sort of a bit out of it. She acted like she was a bit out of it. And yeah. and then I, uh, he, he's first line to her. He goes, you feeling all right, lady? Can I... Can I do you want anything... Which you know? is a smart... I mean, obviously, yeah. the, it's, a, it's an acting role, but... Uh, it's a smart way to play into that because she's a guy. Here. It's yeah. like you know what she is just going to make it look like she's an easy she's an easy yeah. get for him. Well, that's what she was doing, and she said even says to him, "Oh, why don't, why don't you keep me company?" And then she says, "Oh, look at those muscles! I bet the chicks love those muscles." Uh, and yeah, it uh, we we see that uh, they get along. I'll show you how I play. Hey, it's so rough. Come on, we'll get it on. Oh, you don't get it. I like it rough. <laughs> Your nights in the park are over for a while, honey. 
You're under arrest. Hey, lady. Come on, lady. So she's handcuffed him to the bench. Yeah. Kiss my ass. She's called. She calls. The cop car comes, and yeah. this is a, this is the bit that was part of his um, his audition. But like he fully, yes. like he fully tries Drags to get out bench. and yeah, tries yeah. to drag away the bench. But you know what? Like. Is he being arrested here because he's a gang member? Or yeah, is he, because like, this well, is entrapment. Isn't this entrapment? What did he do wrong? Well, yeah, because he hasn't. Um, Was he, he raped her? her? Like she said, why don't you show me? Like she's sort of saying, let's yeah, go. He hasn't touched her, hasn't handed over money. Well, no, he's, he did touch her because no, she said, like, let's go, let's no, have a go. It's not like it's, uh, you know, yeah. I don't think at that point it's sexual assault, is it? Well, she said, why don't you show me how you play yeah. with the girls? Like, like yeah. it's like, what? Well, okay, I'll show you how. He's going to get off this charge, that's for sure. You reckon? But he's out of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> but before this, remember Cowboy? Remember the guy who he got bashed up and he helped him it, it, when they were fighting the Furies? He's look, he sort of saved my ass back there. I should keep an eye on him. They went back and they saw him being arrested. So and they can't do anything to help. He's out of play. Swan, meanwhile, back at the ninety sixth Street station. Remember, he goes ahead. They went back to see yep. Ajax. He goes ahead alone. Uh, and he sees, he spots, or she spots him. Mercy spots Swan. Hey, wait! There's still cops all over the place. Where's the fox? Cop grabbed him. So how come you hung around? I don't know. Where'd you get the coat? You ask a lot of questions. Don't give me that. I stole it. Cops are looking for somebody in a pink top. Real tough chick. All right, you said that before. Now, in the remember sub in the subway scene where she was running along with yes. Fox before he gets done. Yeah. Um, she fell and broke her wrist. Oh, really? During that stunt. And that's why she's wearing the jacket. jacket. They said, we need to cover the cast. So the director said, look, how about we just say you stole this jacket to, to cover the fact that you're wearing a pink top. Wow. It was actually to hide the cast. Yeah. So know. it was, uh, you see that the... I'm actually surprised. Yeah. There's been a few incidents in yeah. movies. It's amazing how yeah. many injuries oh, there are. Mate, for sure. Yeah, while yeah. filming movies. Uh, others. Uh, right others back to the sound too. of music. Absolutely right. Yeah. Um, so he, she says, look, let's... Uh, Let's show, I'll show you where to grab the train to Union, Union Square. Union Square, yeah. Now, here they run into a cop. Now, I I don't know whether it's just this freakish thing that I can uh, I have, right? But I'm thinking, this cop, you see his face for like a second. I said, I recognize this bloke. He was the guy in, in Predator. Sonny Landham, his name is. He plays Billy. Remember the guy who was... Who wouldn't laugh at the jokes? Remember, and they, they cut it. They cut himself. Remember, yeah. uh, where he sort of get, he's sort of waiting for the predator. He was the tracker. Remember, he was the expert. Yeah, tracker yeah, yeah right. Yep. That's him. I'm thinking. I'm looking this bloke's name up, and it was him, Sonny Landon. who was in Predator. That guy who comes around, comes You're around, mad. and he remember um, Swan throws the bat. It is a strange bat. thing you've got. Yeah. yeah, he throws the baseball bat at his leg, and remember, then they walk down. They go down the. They tunnel. go down the tracks. Yeah, they go yep. down along the tracks. Yeah, so. Um, the meanwhile, the uh, the warriors who hung out with the girls, remember, they went back to their the hangout. Girls hangout, yep. And uh, well, uh, one of them, Cochise, was wondering about, you know, where's all the guys? Yeah, I hate asking this question, but uh, where's the dudes? Chicks like you always got dudes around. They took the night off, went up to the Bronx. Don't worry about them. They're lame, real crippled. 
when I got off that subway and I saw you, I thought, oh, baby, throw it my way. I mean, it's really great of you chicks taking us in like this. We know about the Warriors. The heavy outfit. I'm not sure we know about you guys. How'd you hear about us? You know how it is. Word gets around. Well, yeah, I guess we are pretty well known. Uh-huh. Come on. Just yeah. playing up to them. Of course they were, yeah. As, right. if, as if, like, this is how dumb the Warriors are. They're like, hang on a minute, we've just yeah, picked up some gang <laughs> girlfriends. These boys said, have oh, clearly were, gone up Bronx. to the Bronx. Yeah, like, well, hello. Well, you know what? To the Warriors, I'm thinking they're mixing with people that are that like them. You know, they're thinking, well, they don't forget these dudes who are, are assuming that the truce is still on. So they don't know... And they also don't know that they they're, they're pinning that Cyrus's murder on them yet. So they think that they're, yeah, well, they're you know at they're this just point fellow gang members. I'm very suspicious of these women. Okay, Let me well, put it that way. Rembrandt though, who's the other dude, remember with the spray can? Yeah, he's the one who's sort of thinking, well, we should be get, we should be going, shouldn't we? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, and I like then where the, I think he says, look, you're the first friendly faces we've seen all night. Um, and then she says, oh, you know, let's party, get something going, you know, like take your pick, you know, there's all girls around. And uh, he goes, what, what is this outfit? And she says, oh, we're the Lizzie's. And uh, Rembrandt again says, look, you know, let's get out of here. Cut back to Swan and Mercy. Remember, they went down the train tunnel. Yep. And they have this, uh, we sort of find out that Swan's name is Swan. Remember, she says, I don't even know your name. And then she has a, he has a crack at her saying, look, why don't you tie a mattress to your back? You don't know. She's, she's obviously a prostitute. So she's thinking, you know, Friday nights are good, Saturday nights are better. And uh, I think Swan kind of uh, decides to speak his mind. Look, what do you got against me? You've been picking on me all night. You want me to tell you the truth? Yeah, sure, go ahead. I don't like the way you live. The way I live? Yeah. I keep hoping I'm going to run into something a little better. What kind of crap is this? Who are you? You ain't any better than me. I guess you like the way everything's going for you, huh? Well, maybe I do. Friday nights are pretty good. Saturday nights are better. I don't think you can remember who you get on Friday and Saturday night. I don't think you can remember what they look like. Sometimes I can and sometimes I can't. Who gives a damn? I see what's happening next door and down the block. Belly hanging down, five kids, cockroaches in the cupboard. So a bit of a social commentary there about what yeah. their their she's life, like, their life she's situations like, you're are. You're no good with my life. You're not better than me. Yeah. I know what happens everywhere else. Yeah. What are you so worried about? She's thinking, well, look, it could be worse. It could be this poor woman who's got all these kids that she can't feed. So yeah. that's kind of what she was alluding to there. So that was an uh, interesting little in- interaction there. And so they end up uh, having a little bit of a smoochy smooch too. But Swan goes, look, you know what? Let's just get to the next let's station. Uh, and I, I like his line. He goes, you're part of everything that's happened tonight. And it's all bad. He just walks off and leaves her. Boom. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, back at the Lizzie's, there's these girls, some nice-looking girls dancing around. and You never the trust the Lizzie's, Stephen. The Warriors, yeah, exactly. Lizzie's, you just never know what you're going to get at the Lizzie's. Uh, and the Warriors, um, they're making out with the come of the girls. Rembrandt, remember, that he says, oh, hey, little man, you want to dance? And she sort of, he brushes up. He doesn't want to dance. Yeah. But then the next thing you see is suddenly... One of them locks the door. The door's locked. You're the famous warriors, the guys that shot Cyrus. Shit, the chicks are packed! The chicks are packed! No. Now that 
was an Pretty interesting epic. scene where, and yeah, they're the worst shots in the world too. Like, yeah. how hard is it to hit someone from two meters away? Yeah, it's not like they were on the other side of town. No, so they they uh, they got away. But Vermin, who was one of the guys making out with one of the chicks there, <coughs> yeah. played by Terry Mitchell. He signed my my vest. He was supposed to die in that scene, but he made his character a little bit more comical than it was in the script. Right. And the director said, "You know what? He he was made himself he started a bit more, to really yeah warm made to himself him. a bit more memorable. He's killed one of them on the off, so he made yeah he said that oh, well, yeah, piss that guy up, but we'll keep you. So the pl- it worked. He sort of he wanted to stay in it, and they they did that death scene was taken out. Um, the warriors though they they're running these three guys are running down the street. Look, look, man. No, we gotta hold ourselves together. We got to. See, man, if we go to pieces, somebody out there is gonna get us. They think we shot Cyrus. What are you talking about? I don't get it. They think we shot Cyrus. Every gang in the city must be looking for us. Holy shit. We're not gonna be able to make it back. So that was the first time they found out they that found they were out. being blamed for, yeah. the, for Cyrus. That murder. was then they realized they hadn't been listening yeah. to the radio. Everyone else has been. <laughs> They never had a radio on them, yeah. Where, where's a where's an iPhone when you need it? <laughs> uh, so we we cut from here to Union Square. So Swan member has left um, yes. Mercy behind. You see him walking. I like this bit where he's sort of walking through, and then you see this dude on skates following him. But we also see the other warriors regroup. They don't know where Swan is. They're thinking, yeah. oh, Ajax got busted. Oh, they thought, oh, geez, I bet he went out swinging. And they said, look, let's go look for Swan. Now, Mercy finds Swan, and uh, she sort of try, tries to warn him about this dude that's after him. I need to talk to you. See that dude over there with the skates? Over there. He's after you, and he's got some guys with him. I know they're on my ass. But now they know I know it. Well, what are you going to do? And this is where a, they go into the toilet. It's at this point where he sees the other warriors coming down the center. He goes, yeah, I know exactly what I'm going to do. He's got, he's got his boys with him again. Uh, warriors arrive. And he, I think he, I like how he says to her, he goes, you know what? I'm sorry, I was a little rough on your back there. Sorry. And she goes, yeah, don't Smooth worry about it. Smooth yeah. over. Um, they headed, I like how they headed to the men's toilet. He goes, what do you mean? I can't go there. It's, it's, the, it's the men's toilet. And the guy, goes, Vermin, goes, are you kidding? And drags her in, really violently drags her in. Uh, the skater gang heads in. The punks there, I think they call this these this gang. And my other line is here again. Warriors, Warriors bash, bash them. them. Yeah. yeah. So it's a pretty well choreographed fight. They get him pretty good, yeah. In the, in the bathroom. And the, the, this fight, apparently, with the punks, took five days to shoot. Jesus. Five full days to shoot that. It was like a three-minute scene. Um, next thing, riffs again, uh, but uh, talking uh, with someone. We've got someone who uh, you should talk to, the riffs now, saying he says he saw who shot Cyrus. So we're thinking, right, are the, is this the Warriors? Yep. Is there, is there an escape plan? So anyway, they're on the train. I love this bit here where they're all, to, they're all, all, all the remaining members are together. Yep. And he goes, oh, you know what, Cyrus had it all figured out, didn't yep. he? Like, you know. It's all out there. We just got to figure out, figure out how to way to steal it. And the, the other guy says, "Yes, yeah, but you got to work out what's worth stealing." Yeah, really, sort of philosophical part. I love this bit where Mercy and Swan are sort of they're really tired. They're all dirty and they're sitting there. And the two prom couples come on the train, and they sit right opposite them. It's kind of like a 
cla- different classes of people looking at each other. Yes. And they're all the prom couple is all sort of happy and chatting away and then they realise who's sitting opposite them and they all quiet down. And Mercy also it's like I think the camera pans down and you see her dirty feet and all that. Yeah. And Mercy sort of starts her initial reaction is to start to maybe tidy herself up a bit. And Swan grabs her hand and puts it down and said, Look, they're no better than us. Don't what are you doing? Like don't clean yeah. yourself up. Yeah. I thought that was a not a word spoken, but I think that was a little powerful little moment in the movie there. Yeah, it's a very clear moment where, where they're trying to, again, put a class structure in place. Yeah. Make it very clear. Where and I like sits. it too how she sort of sees them and then she sort of drifts off asleep. And then when she wakes up again, they're not there. It was yeah. like it was a dream. Yeah, uh, yeah so um, they, get back to, um, they get back to Union Square. and uh, Not Union Square, what am I saying? They get back to Coney Island and it's now daylight. And I like how Swan says, you know what, maybe I'll just take off. Yeah. And she goes, well, I like travelling too. How, how do you know? You've never been anywhere. He goes, oh, no, I don't know. I know I'd like it. Right? Those, he, obviously, that little meant to say that let's stick together. Let's, let's yeah. not you leave me. Let's, let's stick together here. Next moment, mate, are the rogues have arrived. The rogues have been roaming around Coney Island. Is this your favourite bit so of the whole the, 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 I like this bit where their, their car they're driving, by the way, is an old hearse. So yeah. there's, they're, they're driving behind them. You see the warriors, they know that they're on their ass, right? And then they when they get around the corner, they sort of run off so they, they get under the under the boardwalk. Yeah, or where a car can't go. Yeah, so they decide to get packed. So they decide they get pipes and wood and, and make a bottle, and so they've got a weapon, yeah. so to speak. But then we hear this. Blake's got some problems. But you know what? In the whole movie, if you were to ask someone, oh, Warriors, that's what they'll tell you. Come oh. out to play. That's the that's yeah. the iconic line. Oh, mate, if I can find anyone else who's watched it, I'll ask them. <laughs> but get this right. As we've seen in many other movies, yeah. that improvised. was improvised. Yeah. Now You can David, imagine he was sitting there waiting. Well, like waiting for the director. Do you know on a movie set, it's just yeah. slow. They're just sitting there waiting. They've got well, to get everything ready. That's a good point because Walter Hill, as they as the scene was scripted, Walter Hill says, look, it's not working. Come up with something. So David Patrick Kelly recalled a story about this intimidating neighbour that he had. He had a neighbour who used to intimidate him. He used to tell him, David, come out to play. Like he was sort of trying to get wow. him, trying to scare him, and he remembered that and made that the the, the word what he chose to wow. say. Come out that's to play. awesome. Like you know how like the the way he described it, the neighbour was real like a bully. So he's like, come out to play, come on, like, and that's what he brought to the scene. And there boom, you go. That, that was the scene, mate. Now everybody's packed. The warriors they led them out to the beach. Remember, they led them out to the sand. Yep. Uh, you see the next scene is they've they've walked to the sand onto the beach 
and the rogues are right there behind them, and they sort of come and confront them on the sand. I think yeah. Swan says, you know, when we're, we're home, we see the water, we see the sand, we think we're home, we're safe. Yeah. But then uh, he, he does ask this question. Why'd you do it? Why'd you waste Cyrus? No reason. I just like doing things like that. Let's do it. Me and you. One on one? You're crazy. You're dead. All of you. And you know it. You're dead. Swan! So what happened there? He pulled the gun out. He says, you're dead. And Swan, remember, he had the knife. He had the knife in his back on his belt. Mm. And uh, and he threw it and hit him in the wrist as he's shooting the gun. So that obviously deflected wherever the bullet went. But um, he's he's dropped to his knees. He, remember how he got the, he pulled the gun out of his arm and wipe, out, wiped yeah. it on his hair? <laughs> he wiped it. <laughs> but then the riffs turn up. So all of a sudden, you, all you hear is riffs. Yeah, right. And they're on the on the beach, right? So remember Which all makes before, sense because they were all they all, they know where the where the warriors are from. They know where they're hanging out. But also, yeah. it's not like they were going to get there beforehand because they no. all they all had the same problem. They all had the same there. journey to get there. That's right. But uh, once they get on the sand, Swan has a question to ask. You still looking for us? We found what we're looking for. No. No. It wasn't us. It was them. The warriors. You warriors are good. Real good. The best. The rest is ours. So I like this bit where they sort of parted and let the warriors walk through. They walk off along the beach and then they yep. sort of close in on the rogues and uh, you hear him sort of yelling out, No! At the end of it, you know, you think, oh, they're gone. Yep, that's it. They're dead. <laughs> but I do like the announcer, though, sort of saying, oops, uh, all those early reports really? yes. were wrong. She, no, has to recant, yeah. she has to recant everything she just said. She says, oh, all we can do is play you a song. <laughs> and then that, that's the end credits of them walking along the beach you know, at sunrise. Yeah. Now, that's the end of the movie. Now, let's talk about some uh, favourite lines. This yeah, is, how much did you struggle to leave to pull out yeah, Warriors coming yeah. to play well, that, uh, and that, leave, not leave it for this? <laughs> that had to be in it, but there's some another classic line that I've got here. Okay. The first one, though, is when they first come across the orphans. No matter what he says, nobody lip off. Nobody get hot. I'm going to see what I can do. When did you turn into a fucking diplomat? Yeah, you ain't exactly the State Department type. <laughs> I think this next line is, I reckon, up there with Come Out to Play as the line of the movie. I'll shove that bat up your ass and turn you into a popsicle. <laughs> yeah. The baseball bat. <laughs> I'm going to use that one. That's a cracker. Yeah. I really like that line. And I like this. This is a sort of poignant line where Swans arrived back in Coney Island after all the dramas they've had the whole night. This is what we fought all night to get back to. Thinking this is, that's all that effort to get back it, here? Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Now, how did that happen? Some plot holes here. Hit me. Okay. 
In the uh, graveyard scene, where remember yep. we were talking about Coney Island must be 50 to 100 miles from here. Yeah. Coney Island is less than 25 miles from Van Cortland Park. By well, it didn't foot. have Google Maps, mate. Right, of course. So the character may either be uh, totally ignorant or exaggerating the exact distance for effect. So, yeah. Um, Vermin, who's the guy who said up to 150 to 100 miles from here. So get it right, mate. 25 miles it was. Now, when the leader of the Rifts, remember when he says, who are the warriors? Okay. Um, how would he not know them? Because remember at the very start of the movie, Cleon says, Cyrus sent an emissary this afternoon to make sure. Remember, he says, we're still on and we're going. Cyrus yeah. sent an emissary to make sure. So you sent an emissary, you know who the warriors are. Yeah, what but Cyrus is dead. No, but well, the gang is, they know, they talk to each other in the gang. Cyrus sent an emissary, not him. An emissary would know who they were. So yeah. why would well, he old stick? Mate, old mate from the roofs yeah. is just out of touch. So they would have known who the warriors were. So anyway, the, and they'd know, obviously, well, because they see Cleon, the leader of the gang, who this emissary spoke to, they killed him. Yeah. Now, here's another bit. Remember when an Ajax was handcuffed to the bench? Yes. The bit of wood that it was that it was handcuffed to, don't you reckon he could have just kicked that bit of wood and got out? That's exactly what I thought. I thought, thought, yeah. I actually thought he could have even pulled it out from its bloody socket, you know, out yeah. from the bolt. Well, I thought the easy thing it. to do would just be to put your foot through the bit of wood, slip the oh, handcuff. That's pretty, they're pretty solid bits of wood, oh, those mate. park benches, mate. He's a pretty strong bloke, mate. He can move a boardroom table, this bloke. <laughs> so why not? Yeah. Okay, uh, right at the end, when Jeremy says, uh, Swan says, you and me, one-on-one, he goes, one-on-one, you're crazy, and he pulls the gun out. And remember, he throws a knife. Yeah. And what does what does that happen? He drops the gun. Yeah. Right now, the guns on the ground. Right? Why wouldn't it wouldn't it make sense for the other rogue members to grab the gun? They just stood maybe. There. Oh, look, oh, no. mate, they're they're soldiers, not no, not, 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 no, not no guns. Right. Things you might not know. The the night scenes of the warriors talking about the big meeting were parts of a reshoot. Remember those great cool bits in the credits? Who, what do you know about Cyrus? Yep, you just right. They weren't initially in the movie. Right. So those scenes were, I think they were put critical. in later. Yeah. So yeah. The, the original opening, and you can watch this on the on the DVD, the Blu-ray, is the original opening had Cleon at Coney Island during the day talking to his girlfriend about why they're going up to the Bronx. Right. And that girl... It was happened to be Sydney Poitier's daughter. Wow! So she was the actress there. So the the main reason it was cut, they reckon, the editors told Walter Hill the scene was just it fell through because d- daytime for it was ninety five percent of the movie was at night. Night. Yeah. This was a day scene, sort of. It was sort of was a bit jarring. Yeah. So he decided. He said, "Look, he went back, reshot the conversations that the Warriors had before their train arrives." Right. Did you know? Also, there was a PS two game. Based on the film, there you go. Put out by Rockstar Games, like their big studio. It was uh, released in this in the US on the seventeenth of October two thousand and five. And I'll tell you what, I played this game and loved it, and still have the merch from the game. They had a green, tragic. they had a green T-shirt that said "The Warriors" on the front, and on the back it said "Come Out to Play." On the back, still got it. Fits me really good too. Did you notice? The 96th Street entrance of the train, you know, the train station, mm. they were where they first uh, met up with the Furies. 
That was actually the 72nd Street Station and Broadway. I've been to that train Jeez. station. The reason you can see it, and you may have seen this in a Seinfeld episode, there's a gray, there's a papaya um, papaya store <laughs> on the corner. You know, your papaya hot dog? Remember yeah. hot dog? It's been there for over 35 years. Um, when they... Did you notice this? There was a, a bit of a cameo by Walter Hill. When Cochise, Rembrandt and Vermin are running for, away from the cops at the train station... They run past a bearded man in a blue sweater and a flat flat cap. Uh, that was Walter, Walter Hill, Hill. In, a, in a cameo. So there you go, mate. That is The Warriors. Did I convince you that it was a better movie or not? No, did you I did convince not. you? No, you did not. No? So what, give me your wrap-up and your rating, mate. I mean, I found it to be a very insightful look at gang culture. Yeah. I really do. Like I look at it and I want to, I kind of want to learn more or know more because I'm just fascinated by it. You know the structure, the hierarchy, all that stuff. You know I'm fascinated by that. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know what it is about it. Just it just yep. feels flat with me. Okay. So I feel like it's like I want to give it a four, but I'm going to say five just to <laughs> just to, just to <laughs> wow. Please, Jeez, I really missed with you there, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I love it. That's mate. This, I you so can't, love I can't tell it. you how much it hurts me to but say I, that. But you know, let, let's just be clear to you. Watched it on a plane. You were on a plane. I don't know. Look, I don't know whether that affects your enjoyment of a movie. I don't believe it does. You don't reckon it does? Okay. No. I, I, I went the best technology I possibly could. Yeah. Okay. I had great sound. Yeah. I immersed myself in it. All right. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm a little disappointed by that, but that's okay. <laughs> that's. Hey, yeah, you're entitled to your opinion. Thank you. Even though it's wrong. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> well, you know, Mike, mate. This is a ten for me. I love this movie. I love it. Every second of this movie, I love. Yeah. So it's a ten for me. All right, let's cast our our minds to next week, shall okay. we, Trev? Next week we are watching Con Air. Okay. With Nicolas Cage. Okay, I've I've given away part of your millionaire answer there. Who? You your millionaire question. Are you ready? Who is not in Con Air? So I'm going to read you four names. Who's not in it? Okay. You know Nicholas Cage is. I've just given that away. Uh-huh. A. Steve Buscemi. B. Dave Chappelle. C. Nicholas Cage. D. Harvey Keitel. Who is not in Con Air? So three of those actors are in it. <laughs> Harvey One Keitel. Mate, Dave Chappelle. No, he's not a movie actor. He's in it. Dave Chappelle's in it. He's the guy who falls out of the plane, remember? Oh, don't spoil it. <laughs> so, yeah, you'll keep an eye for him. It's very funny. Okay. <laughs> Dave right. Chappelle, the comedian. I know who Dave Chappelle is. is. I've never seen him in a movie. There you go. Now you know. Wow. Steve Buscemi's in it too. He plays the, yeah, I won't tell you who he plays. Nicholas Cage, one of his best movies. Harvey Keitel, not in Con Air. Okay. There we have it. The Warriors come out to play. Feel free to let us know Trevor whether, had you, no whether, idea. You, whether you like the Warriors or not, folks. Please, folks, support me. This is a good movie. You're, I really you're allowed- love. This is a cult movie. They, they put out a box set special edition of this movie. Yeah, because They wouldn't do cult- that if it was shit. Because it's a cult movie with people <laughs> like you who buy anything to do with it. I'm just saying well, it's okay, people. It's okay to support me, not Stephen. Okay, hit us up on Twitter. Tell us if you've A, heard of this movie, B, watched the movie, and C, agree with me that it's a good movie. Out of 10, give us a rating, folks. Yeah, let us know, because uh, this is really... This could be a reality check for Stephen. I was pumped to watch uh, this this movie and to show it to Trev for the very first time. I'm really glad we didn't watch this together. (sighs) 
I feel like it would have been an even bigger we... disappointment to you. Okay. <laughs> I think you got to watch it again. That's that might be <laughs> you got to watch it again, I think. <laughs> maybe the, you maybe you would like maybe the director's edition better. Maybe I would. Maybe, wouldn't. yeah. It's only a short one, mate. You can do it. Anyway, mm. join us next week for Con Air. Thank you for joining us for The Warriors. I thought it was brilliant. Hope you can join us next week. Trevor, see you then. See you, mate.